by the City of Cape Town Mayoral Committee member for Safety and Security, J.P. Smith. Uh, good afternoon to you. Let's talk about uh, that visit yesterday to begin with uh, by um, Minister Van Royen. And uh, when it was broached that some of these fires possibly had been deliberately set, uh, what was the sort of reasoning, I guess, behind uh, thinking that way? And uh, how far have you got to trying to ascertain whether this is the case? Afternoon, Stephen. Unfortunately, this is the only thing the media is interested in. We're really just interested in fighting the fire and, and, sure. and putting it down and making sure there's no loss of life. I understand that the media is more interested in motive and, you know, what would, uh, well, I suppose what also would cause a human being to and start preventing a fire. And uh, preventing it from happening again, hopefully, if the, in, indeed there is. So there is a valid reason for, for looking at that. It's just a bit premature for us because mm. the fire hasn't died yet. But at the same time, the police must start the investigation, and it is very much a SAPS investigation. In the city of Cape Town, we have the luxury of a special investigations unit who is helping uh, with gathering that information where we get tip-offs, and we've made a call to the public, and I will repeat that call now for the public. Please, if you have information, if you saw something that's suspicious, if you have any information that you think might help us identify the the persons who, who may be responsible or a person who may have caused the, 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 the fire, please to alert us. Um, the city's call centre 021-480-7700 would be the right place to start that, and they will get you in touch with the investigators. So in the city of Cape Town, we're helping with that investigation. This fire started in Grabo and blew across the mountain into the city's boundary, and that means that we have... We're dependent on the Grabo municipality to do that investigation. We're happy to assist them, um, and we are talking on our side about offering the reward as well, uh, so it, it will depend on, an, an, on getting good enough information to be able to hold somebody accountable, keeping in mind that all fires are started by human beings. There's no fire that starts by itself. You know, in rare circumstances, a train track, um, a train riding on a track may make a spark or lightning can cause a fire, but those are so extraordinary and so rare as to not be worthwhile mentioning. All fires are started by human beings. The issue is, was it started negligently? Or, or carelessly, or was it purposefully? And if it's purposefully started, obviously then you have a problem. But equally so, if it's neg- negligently, or through, if it's through negligence, and in, from the top of yesterday, it was clearly evident where the um, ignition point of that fire was at a plantation at the back of the informal settlement. Um, you can see the V-shaped, the, the start of the fire and the V-shaped burn pattern away from it in a northerly direction as the um, wind was fanning the fire. And that's why we must do more awareness and more education and why we spoke to Minister Van Royen about stronger legislation that would effect more meaningful punishment for people starting fires because at the moment the penalties are comparatively small and are contained in municipal bylaws only. We need perhaps tougher law um, because somebody potentially, you know, may have led to 60 million rands worth of damages for other people. Yeah, no, no, sure, absolutely. At times like this, unfortunately, the conditions really do uh, contribute to the spread of these fires. So, you know, the, the vegetation in some instances is very dry. You've got high winds. A spark, if it's an accidental or it's a deliberate, it soon uh, carries away. But it's often in these instances not just uh, one starting point. In terms of the, the whole sort of how many fire, different fires have been identified uh, affecting the Cape Town area? Well, on, on the worst day, on the 3rd of January, we had 106 fires across the city simultaneously. In fact, we had 126 fires simultaneously across the, the city. 
so we are very much challenged. We do call in other municipalities to help, and equally we go and help them when necessary. We have mutual aid agreements between us and our neighboring municipalities. But they have their hands full with their own problems. We've only been code red once over this fire season so far. That's when we run out of resources. That was on that Tuesday night for about an hour and a half we were code red where there were no additional fire resources available. But our investment in the fire department over the last decade has made it possible for us to to sustain the, the kind of deployment of staff that is necessary. If this had happened 10 years ago, we would have been in very serious trouble. So just as with a big fire in South Peninsula, we're, we're coping, but only just we're very grateful for all the donations and contributions that the public are adding um, and, and, and making. And the, the the sandwiches that arrive all neatly packaged and everything in the shopping malls and, and um, suppliers that are sending stuff, for that we are very grateful. And it shows that the people of Cape Town have a caring spirit and will take out resources and help and help those people who have lost uh, homes and other things during times of fire. So for that we're grateful. What we do need to do is get people to make fewer fires and to be more careful when they do, you know, be careful of that cigarette butt, be careful of the bri fire that you don't extinguish, that you leave untended, the domestic cooking fire. Um, we we have to reduce the, the loss of life, which we've done over the last years, but the number of fires continues to increase year on year, and that mm. for us is a source of great panic. That many fires on a day is extremely difficult to manage. There's other things we can do as, uh, I suppose, responsible citizens, and I understand that's one of the issues which has been identified is the fact that uh, certain areas which could be used uh, constructively as uh, barriers uh, to fire have not been uh, receiving the required attention that uh, they should do, and uh, this has magnified the problem. Uh, when one goes on these sites, one sees a very, very large amount of alien vegetation, they are problematic, so we need uh, uh, the the property owners to manage the alien vegetation uh, because they're a contributor to the to the problem, and those are costly and, and complex interventions that need to, to to happen. The curing of the fire breaks generally is reasonably well done, although some sites are some of the property owners take less effort with that than others do. They have a collective fire protection association, so they even trained up their own staff. Etc. But the bulk of firefighting is done in between fires and not once the fire is started, then it is too late. So you want to prevent these fires. And I think this fire will heighten the awareness amongst all those property owners of their role and will give strength to the Fire Protection Association to run more comprehensive interventions and, uh, and, and fire clearing uh, uh, exercises to make sure that the, the, the uh, fire breaks are adequate. If you see the fire from the, the affected area, the 10,000 hectares affected from the sky, it is evident where the fire breaks are because that's where the fire has stopped. In, in all cases, or many cases, the fire has burnt to the point of a break, and the, that has given the fire department and the volunteers and the seasonal casuals we've deployed the up to 300 firemen at a time that are present in that area. That has given them the chance to go and intervene and be present at the point, uh, be present to prevent the fire from jumping that gap. J.P. Smith is a City of Cape Town Mayoral Committee member for safety and security, talking about fires, also flare-ups between Stellenbosch and Franschuk last night, and also in the Toyskluf Mountains, with some buildings also damaged. Uh,